Yeah. It's time for the hat trick of fun. It's your pals, Ed, Sean. It's called Geekstars. And welcome to this episode 181, part three of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Impeccable Timing Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I got it right that time. <laughs> that was like really going. If I had a cookie, if I had a cookie, I'd give you one. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, thanks. Uh, so yeah, yeah, welcome to part three, folks. Um, it's what we call nerd news. Yay! We're to tell you, it's called Nerd News for a reason. It's got nerd articles in it. And we talk uh, TV. We talk a little Daredevil, do we? And we talk a little Gotham. We, <laughs> we talk casting news. Yes, we do. We talk about a, a movie that's coming up that, you know, could be a bomb, could be a success. Did you say Batman v Superman? It's okay. No, no. That wasn't the movie I was thinking of. That was okay. No, oh, no. What movie was it? It was uh, Lobo. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot already. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, folks. It's got the fish memory. Yeah, what? <laughs> it's not what? Swimming up to a mirror. <laughs> Who's that guy? <laughs> so, uh, uh, there you have it, folks. I mean, I don't know what more to tell you. Except it's nerd news. We got anything else to add to it? You, you don't want to talk about any of the articles? Well, I mean, they're going to hear the articles, so why talk about them? <laughs> it's like, hey, this week on Little House in the Prairies, they go to the market. Now, here's the episode that they go to the market in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just making sure. I just yep. No, but I think we got enough. Sometimes you want to add something. Uh, not this week. No, no, no. I think I'm cutting dry this weekend. Cutting dry. Cutting dry. You know, give them the facts. <laughs> let them digest it on their own. All right. So we'll see you at the end, folks. You're listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. Aquanet Radio on those apps. All right, it is time for everyone's favorite part of the show. It is time for Nerd News. Take it away, Ed, with the news. All right. Any day now, Ed. Any day now. Any, any time, time. Ed. Yeah, I didn't really, I should have done this before you. <laughs> before I said, hey, you want to cut the song off and come back early? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, okay. Oh, here, here we go. Uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Uh, yes, there's supposed to be rumblings of a third movie. That's what the story's about. Let me guess. It's totally Alex Winter saying it. Nope, it's actually Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves? This time, yes. Wow. Yes. Uh, yeah, as you said, uh, Alex Winter has previously tweeted that he's reading the script, and Reeves himself said that the creators of the slick sci-fi fan- franchise, Ed Solomon and okay, Chris... Okay, hold, hold on for a second. Two movies does not make a franchise. That's okay. Just, uh... <laughs> That's, what, that's how this uh, reporter right. is reporting it. Scarlett J- Russell. And, uh, yeah, uh, Ed Solomon and Chris Matheson have written the script themselves. So uh, they're, it's looks like it's a go. Okay. So um, do you think at this point uh, having another uh, Bill and Ted's adventure is uh, worth seeing? Or uh... um, Yeah, I'm a fan of the, of the, of the, the two movies that are out there already. Uh, sure. If they're going to hand it off to, like, let's say it's Bill and Ted's kids. Right. And they're just as dumb as they're, like, they go on, like, a whole giant father-son road trip adventure. And then at the very end, the kids are left with the 
toll the we call it the time traveling phone booth. Yeah, all right, maybe I, I you know, depends on how well it goes. I, I'd see it because again, I, I'm a fan. Of, and for 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 Keanu Reeves to do Alex Winter a solid by saying, "Yeah, sure, I'll be in the movie for with you," because let's face it, out of those two of them, who do people remember more? <laughs> you know. Between Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and The Lost Boys, those are the only two movies I didn't really know Alex Winter from. Right. I mean, I know he did. He had the MTV TV show where it was like, like little short films and comedy sketches and stuff. Mm. But I mean, it, it was that was I would say kind of ahead of its time. It was like YouTube before YouTube, technically. Right. But I mean, after that, I mean, I, I know he's probably had a better career as a writer. So yeah, I, yeah. The answer is yes. I'd say. All right. I'm I'm kind of in myself. I just. Uh, you know, it's it's one of those type of things. I mean, it's been uh, like 1990, I think, was the last one that came out. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm trying to think here. Okay. 1991 was when uh, Bogus Journey came out. So you're talking uh, 15 years, 25 years ago. Sorry, 25 years ago. 24. That, that... 24. 24. 2016. I was born in 1990, and I'm 25. Well, it came out in 91. So 24. <laughs> you're younger than me. 24. See? Did you say yes. Well, <laughs> no, I won't it's do it. No, twenty-five. Years. All the listeners are like well, just listen to by, it. You're wrong. By the time the movie would come out, it would be at least twenty-five years yes. old. So, depending on when it was released, it might still be twenty-four right now. All right. What month was it released in? At it was a summer movie. Well, then it's still twenty-four right now. Yeah, but it's we're not going to see it this year. Yet. You know, so it's going to be twenty-five plus years. Uh, either way, I mean, why not? <laughs> it, why well, not? Because it's, it's not going to be a summer hit. Well, I mean, it might be because I mean, look at it this way. Jurassic World, how old is that movie? The, you know, how long between gaps? I think that was like 26 years, right. 25 years. Ghostbusters, they talk about, oh, it's been 30 years, blah, blah, blah. Now, granted, I don't know if anybody's going to go see that movie. 28, but all right. That's well, they said there. 30 yeah. in, the, in, the, yeah. in the teaser. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I know it says 30 in the teaser. Right. I'm like, wait, let me look, let me look this up. Let me... I mean, what else? There was another movie, too, that had a big giant gap that also hit big, too. Yeah, but you got two kind of like stoner type, uh, you know, I'm not I'm saying they're stoners in general, but they have that stoner kind of personality. Yeah, they, you yeah. Know, but, you know, and then, you know, or the like the California like uh, surfer dude. I would uh, say more California surfer dude kind yeah, of mentality. Now they're adults, you know, like, I mean, because you can't pass them off as 18 year olds. No, you can't, but you could kind of turn them into businessmen. Yeah. Like you could kind of go, oh, these guys were high. These were high school students. Dude, I just purchased no, them. no, no, no. Go the serious route with yeah. the two of them, like or Keanu Reeves being the. I can see the, the, the juxtaposition of Keanu Reeves being like a, a a Wall Street worker, yeah, and all of a sudden out of nowhere, Alex Winters. You know, um, I think he was Bill. Yeah, as Preston. Yeah, Bill comes out of nowhere. Still looking like him, or nowadays with digital working, they can have a younger version of Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves. Kind of go, dude, man, you we need we need you need to get kind of like a Back to the Future kind of thing, where because Keanu Reeves' life is real boring. Maybe he's settled down, he's got his own kids, he's not happy with his life, and then he doesn't talk to Keanu Alex Winter's character Bill forever, and Bill's still kind of like he's running a surf shop, right? And he's all good with life, and then he kind of uh, this wacky time travel adventure where they have to, Keanu has to find that if he just would have went this way, his life would have been different. Like uh, 
<laughs> I was, as you're telling me this story, it sounds like Howard Kumar. As the Christmas yeah, fun, yeah, exactly. Well, they all work. I mean, you be it could be Family Man, it could be yeah. A Christmas Carol, yeah. it could be any. Um, it's a Wonderful Life, where at some point it's like, hey, Keanu's is the you know like uh, the the guy who punches a clock and he's well to do and he's but he's miserable and yeah. then, you know next thing you know he got, goes back in time or they see themselves in the future and. Because weren't the two of them supposed to make a band and save the world? Yeah, they did that in two. Right. Well, what if somewhat, you know? Yeah. What if somewhat? You know, they but what if learn how to play their instruments? Like right. But but yeah, but that day didn't come yet. They were still learning. Like okay, you had the I don't the actual event that they were supposed to right. You know, alter history. Well, like, they kind of they kind of gave you that in the in the in credits, like almost like a, like when they were playing like God. Uh, yeah, yeah. God gave rock and roll to us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you see that kind of like world peace and like that love. Yeah, but what happens if something like let's say that wasn't the moment, you know? And then that disaster is not averted because Ted hasn't picked up his guitar in thirty years, you know? <laughs> all right, what else you got in the news? Uh, Expendables. You you've seen all. Three I'm a fan of the Sam. Yeah, you know, and I, I mean there are other genres that they're talking about doing, you know. Uh, right. They were doing an all-female cast, right, with a more of an A-list class than the, than the one that came out, right? Yeah. Um, how about a horror Expendables kind of movie? I think I saw a headline about this. I figured, hopefully, maybe you'd bring it up to the show so I didn't have to read it. Um, <laughs> well, I don't like to give my natural reactions. Well, uh, horror icons such as Robert England, Kate Holder, Danny Trio, D. Wallace, Bill Mosley, Kane Hodder, Kane Hodder. Sorry. Uh, Herman's good. It's Freddy. Hey, <laughs> uh, Ken Forey, uh, you know, are going to be in this list of uh, people. That it's are... the who's who of horror movie right, icons. Right, yes. I mean, they already have a script um, <coughs> written by um, the late, uh, I just lost it here, uh, uh, Gunnar Hedsman. Okay. Hansen. Hansen All right. Sorry. Uh, who passed away in November. I was supposed to be a part of it, but now yeah. it's going to be Harrison Smith's going to direct this uh, picture that they're they're working on to bring now, the Expendables of Horror. Okay, well now my question: Did they kind of give you any idea what the plot is in that? Well, yes, they do. Okay, because I'm I was curious, so I need to hear what the plot's going to be. The Death House is an area 51 of evil, a subterranean government facility that holds the humanity's worst of nine levels. Hell's Dante Ninth Level holds the five evils. The dark stars of Death House. The individuals are so horrendous that they never walk amongst society again. They are also, they may also be supernatural. Agents uh, Tara Boone and Jay Novak have their own dark past, arriving amongst uh, arriving at Death House to tour the levels to observe the uh, what's happening firsthand. Okay, okay. So it sounds a little bit like Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Okay. Um. But also, you're having these horror icons, but it doesn't sound like they're going to be their horror icons. It's going to be Freddy Krueger playing another character. It's going to be Kane Hodder playing another character. It's like, hey, all these guys that you know and love as like Michael Myers and Freddy and, and Jason, those guys are actual actors, so we're going to have them without their mask as like the scum of the earth, the craziest of crazies. Right. But you're not going to be – it's not going to be Robert England as Freddy. It's going to be Robert England as – Serial mass, number one. Yeah, Zero mass com- murderers seven. Yeah, Agent seventeen two two seven. 
So uh, basically, though, it's going to be kind of like a virtual reality, like their cells are, and they actually get like the homeless to be the victims. They're actually going to kill them because they're going to do experiments on them by uh, Dr. Aline uh, Felcher and Karen Redmore. It's Meyer. probably going to be the guy who plays um, from Reanimator. Well, it sounds like two females, yeah. but uh, oh, okay. Uh, the, but apparently it, it dates back to Nazi doctors of World War II. Of were, course it does. Because yeah. whenever you want really evil bad guys, you got to go way back to the Nazis. And then, of course, the power goes out and all these. <laughs> of course the power goes out. All right. And that's, you know. And they course... terrorize the place, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, when I see it, I got to be honest, it sounds more like a, like a low-budget sci-fi TV show <laughs> than anything. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know my sister and my brother-in-law will go see it, obviously. It's right up their alley. I've never really been a big slasher fan. so But I might go see it for nostalgia to kind of go, all right. I mean, because I've been surprised before in the past by those kind of movies. Mm -hmm. So I I check it out or at least, you know, wait for Redbox. (laughs) (laughs) $1.25, that's all they get. That's right. (laughs) And if I really like it, maybe I'll shell out the fourteen ninety nine. You know, when it comes out on Blu ray. <laughs> Depends on the special features. Of course. <laughs> what else you got there, Nerd? Remember the show that we 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 would be at the gym and we we see a commercial for a show. We could never really properly name it. It was of Gings and Profits. Yeah. It got canceled. You're kidding? No. After two episodes, the really? show got canceled by ABC. Yes. Did they say why? Low ratings. Wow, because my dad's DVR in it. <laughs> <laughs> He's not anymore. Just on March, <clears throat> March 8th, they brought in 3.3 million viewers, which is about a 0.8 rating between the 1849 demographic. So that's really okay. low All right, well, for a uh, primetime uh, television show. Okay, well, let's be honest. Yeah. 18 to 34-year-old people 18 are... 18 to 49. 18 to 49-year-olds, maybe closer to 18 to 35 probably aren't going to give a shit about the Old Testament. Right. Because that's what the the show's about. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do you really want to see the story of David and Goliath? You know, or King David? Like, right. It's it, To me, it's just, like, what do you, when I saw the ad, I was like, oh, well, obviously, no wonder why that show's coming up. Easter's right around the corner. Right. Easter and Passover. So that's when the Ten Commandments get shown, the Passion gets shown. Like, even, isn't it this Sunday, the Tyler Perry host the passion yes where it's you know that lily white country singer yes playing mother mary yes. <laughs> i'm like yeah middle america is gonna love that sorry sweetheart mm-hmm. you know but eh. of course their second outing was 2.4 million viewers which is 0.5 in the uh oh, demographics dad, when i see dad out there like, oh yeah kings of prophets how is it or uh, of prophets well how, how is that going because according to ed it got canceled. <laughs> Three episodes got. Now, of course, they said that hopefully with the viewers that are in, are enjoying the show, it might go somewhere else. They haven't said yet where, because the, uh, the there's another show. Everyone uh, hopes that. Like you Wicked City, who got canceled after two shows, went to Hulu to finish out whatever was in production. To oh, review. okay. But they haven't mentioned that, whether that's going to happen for... A that's a tough sell, especially, I mean, you're doing a biblical... You know, television show, a biblical weekly television show, and hoping to grab the eighteen to forty-eight market. When I guess I, I wouldn't watch that. Yeah, like what eighteen-year-old kid's gonna watch a show about the Old Testament? None. Right. 
Now, if you put a modern spin on it and have it be like a retelling of like a modern age, yeah, you might throw with some cool effects, mm-hmm. you know, and some teen angst drama into it. Yeah, why not? I mean, they seem to do it with a with a, a Shakespeare play every once in a while. Right. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm like, I got to be honest. That I would follow that in the I'm not surprised column. <laughs> 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 All right. What else you got? Uh, Simon Pegg. Yes, he's made the news recently. He's uh, he's actually in talks with Steven Spielberg to be part of Ready Player One. I'm happy about that. Yeah, he is going to play the character. I can't think of the name. Find the name. I should have highlighted it. But uh, he's going to be the CEO of Oasis, the uh, company that makes sense. Okay, yeah. I was I was curious because drink, drink, drink. <laughs> Sorry, parched mouth. Um. Because I read the book. Okay. I, I read the book, and I really enjoyed the book, and I was like, I totally can see that being a movie. But the problem is, is that the main character is more of a 20-something kind of kid. Right. So when they signed Simon Pegg, I'm going, Who's he? he can't play the hero, but to play the pseudo-villain kind of yeah. guy, I'm like, all right, sure, why not? I mean, I thought the the book is everything you and I would want it to be, because right. it, it definitely taps into the whole 80s nostalgia you know and it, it and with video games and and movies and how it, it the way the story it's phenomenal it's like a little bit of everything it's right really 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 a good movie yes i mean good book sorry so I, I think it's going to be a, a phenomenal movie just because you I, know you got spielberg directing it you know it's, it's a project and that's just you know it's it's good if be- they're if they're faithful to the source material which i'm hoping they are it'll be a, a it'll be a uh, definitely for for people our age, yeah, it's going to be like, oh, oh my god, I can't believe they did that. With like, I remember that, or I, oh my god, that's awesome. And for people younger than us, I think we'll enjoy it on a completely sci-fi kind of plot with going, especially with nostalgia, old old timey stuff being uh, resurfacing again. Yeah, I think I think it'll be a hit. Oh, it's going to be on the big screen March thirtieth, twenty eighteen. I'll be there. All right, you'll probably be sitting there next to me. Maybe. 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 Or where will you be? Well, maybe I won't want to go see it. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know. <laughs> don't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fine. Fair enough. Oh, what's he got news? Uh, Gotham. This Ugh. TV show. Yeah. <sighs> now, uh, wow. Okay. So after that grumble, it's going to be bad news for you. I picked up for another season. That's didn't it? right. Yeah, season three, greenlighted by Fox. Now, I I kind of fell off the Gotham wagon. Yes, um, mid, I did too. Midway through the second season, That's, I think. Me too. Same spot. Yeah, no, I, just, I didn't. I didn't even get to midway season two. I got like three, four episodes in. And I'm, uh, yeah, it's kind of like yeah, yeah. It's where I just was like, eh, there's nothing. They really need like I I the thing I've always hated about the show is you're introducing too many Batman villains. Before Batman's was even Batman, yeah. yeah, like that was my issue. Yeah, like Harvey, they bring Harvey Dent as a lawyer already, and I'm going, you just destroyed the the yeah. the storyline of the how painful Bruce feels about what happens to Harvey mm-hmm. when he doesn't even know him because he's a kid, and now they brought in Mister Freeze. I'm sorry, Doctor Freeze. They just signed on a guy to play Clayface. I mean, I don't know if he's going to be Clayface, but he'll definitely be the actor who Clayface eventually becomes. Well, the you know who eventually becomes Clayface, mm-hmm. but I mean, I I don't 
the only person out of that whole group that I would think I could see being of that age of that time is the Penguin. Okay. Yeah. Because I can definitely yeah. see when Batman becomes Batman through the comic books, Penguin always seems to be like an o- older guy. Right. Like definitely in the 50s or, or early 60s, like the old gangster kind of guy. Everybody else, like by the time, if, if you introduce Harvey Dent, by the time Batman becomes Batman, Harvey Dent's like close to retirement. Yeah. Like, it, and it becomes a, a, a 20-something-year-old just beating up senior citizens. <laughs> like yeah, that's it, why it he wins wrong. all the time. It was really, you know, <laughs> like I would, I was really hoping it would would have been more along the lines of a cop drama show based on the world of Batman, where Batman's already around that you very rarely see him. But how, like, like the comic book was, how do cops deal with the crimes of the Joker if Batman's out of town? Like, what if Batman's, like, away and he's trying to... Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you, but I, I'm thinking more along the lines when I was first hearing about the show, it was before Batman's time, and I'm thinking it's going to be more of, like, a cop drama, and it's kind of like the, the birth of supervillains in yeah. a way, but the characters you would never know because they either were... The police was able to, you know, right. stop them in a way and figure out a way to do it, you know, maybe have a... Like I, I was hoping, like Ed, Edward Nigma, not that character in particular, but a, a scientist like that, that would they would come and go. All right, we've got a guy who can touch metal and, and make it super hot. How do we stop that? And he goes, he gives us a scientific answer, and then he comes or, up with a solution. Or just along the lines of the reason why uh, Gordon was there was to help fight police corruption. What if it was a cop drama where he's trying to weed out the 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 bad cops where it becomes, he becomes like almost like internal affairs where every week he's trying to bring down another cop or, or just to try to show how he cleans up the town to become commissioner and in a sea of corruption. How does one man shine so bright if him and all those other dirty cops are fighting what essentially is the bad guy of the week? Yeah. You know, it's like, you're not really, Oh, the mayor is corrupted. I got to bring down the mayor. Well, what about Sergeant Bumblefuck, where he's also taking bribes? Why don't you try taking him out first? Yeah. Like, before you go for the big guy. Right. Take out the little guy. Take out the small fish. You know, I just, I don't really, like, I just kind of was like, eh, all right. You know, I mean, if anything, they should have aged Bruce then. Like, if they're going to introduce Hugo Strange, like, they introduced D.B. Wong as Hugo Strange, mm-hmm. and which is great, but he's also younger. So, you know what? When he be, Bruce becomes Batman, I can see him being an older professor. Makes sense. But... I like uh, when when they introduced um when what's his face uh Gordon's girlfriend kind of went crazy yeah I felt like they were trying to push her to be like Harley Quinn because you know next thing you know she's living in a penthouse with the girl who's going to be Catwoman and, and the girl who's going to be Poison Ivy I'm going I see what you're doing there and I'm getting a little pissed off about it yeah you know it's like come on I'm just it it turned into the 21st century equivalent of Batman 66 to me. Which I love Batman 66, but it was a comedy and it was bad guy of the week. And there was a hero to foil them as like curses. All right, what do you think they're bringing back? Fish Mooney. Like, you they know, are? yeah, right, she's right. coming back. That's so far away from this show. I just don't want to see it. I don't, <clears> you know, I, I just had to bring that up because I know yeah. it's going to bring a grumble to your. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, look, there's people out there who like the show and I can't. There's people who would sit there and argue, go, well, there's it could be an Elseworlds universe where this is happening, and I'm just like I, I could agree with that, but there's certain Elseworlds stories that I just don't like. Like I kind of enjoyed where Batman was a vampire, 
but doesn't necessarily need to be part of canon. Right. You know, it's like I can enjoy that storyline, but I don't know, something about this world that they painted as little Bruce Wayne running around and I really, one day when I grow up, I'm going to fight crime. Yeah. You know, while there's Mr. Freeze and then there's the Riddler and... You're like Wait. I just it it really bothered me the fact that I think that was the last show I watched was the fact is is that when Bruce finally finds the secret in that uh, 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 like den area or whatever it is yeah right. where his dad's stuff was yeah, yeah. and then yeah. he blows open the door and there's a note with this with like kind of like a back cave there and this mm-hmm. note saying that one day you were going to find this and it's just like how would he know that like, right and by the way the the Pasco was your birthday yeah like. Oh my god, are you that fucking stupid kid? You couldn't have figured that out? Right. Like that is like ABC one of hacking. You go <laughs> like it's like, okay, well, if I gotta punch a code, how do I let me try their birthday? Let me try my mom's birthday. Let's try let me try my birthday. Yeah, let's try anniversary. Like, you go through the just the normal checklist. It's not gonna be like a thirty digit code of you know, like my dad's social security number and his house when he was a kid. It's gonna be something simple. It's like right. four code, four digits, like five digits. It was your birthday, Bruce. You could have figured it out. Yeah. Like, world's greatest detective. detective. Right, exactly. Yeah. What's his first instinct? Let's pull the door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and then for his father to kind of leave a note behind that busted door, it was like, really? Like, I agree. With, why couldn't you just put it in a, in a book, like his favorite book or something like right. that? You know, you had to, like, was just going to expect, like, one day? What if his kid never found that that? Yeah, because obviously, if you can't figure it out of the door, like, like, they it was barely, pretty amazing that he apparently found this secret hideout. They barely found the secret passage. Yes. And that was blind, stinking luck because another guy mentioned it casually to him. Right. It was like, oh, it's Batman if he had, you know, a lucky rabbit's foot. And I was like, ugh. Yeah, I was just like, I'm done. I was like, I, I just can't. Some, like, the Mr. Freeze thing looked really great from the commercials I've seen, but I'm not. I'm not Ooh, into it. I'm like, like uh... yay. Like, I mean, I think a lot of the reason why it's got a third season is because of their deal with Netflix. Because Netflix bought the rights to Gotham before Gotham even aired. Yes. So Fox was already committed to, there was already stipulated that if um, they didn't get a full season, they were going to have to pay Netflix an absorbent amount of money. You know, so they were like, let's make the show. Because then Netflix was like, okay, well, we'll take it. You know, obviously. But I don't know if that's like a, a five-year deal or if it's a three-year deal or or maybe the ratings are just that good. I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I imagine so. I mean, I can't imagine why. It's, made, it's good enough for Fox. Fox, like Fox, the, the minute it drops like a minuscule, it's canceled. I, 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 you know, when there's a multiple shows that we can go over, what like what Fox right. canceled. And it's like, oh, I like that show. It's a shame it's gone. You know, right. like Almost yeah. Human or A Firefly. Yeah. You know, those two shows right there, there you're like, I was into those shows. Fringe for like the last three years of its five-year career was on the fence. Right. Bones has been on the fence for right. five, six years. But, the, you know, it's just like, like, you know, like I said, there's a ton of shows that I can yeah. go over that it, like, like some I like, some I'm like, I didn't care about, but it's just like, it was like a Fox show that I would actually watch. And it's like, they canceled it within like the first season. Yeah. And you're like, and Gotham's like still going. F- and I'm like, it's comp- competing against Supergirl. Right. Another station. And which is doing really good. Yeah. I mean, so good. They're like, all right, you know what? Let's throw the flash, flash on it. Like, yeah. like it's so good that they're just like, yeah, we got the, like, they're actually making a, a conjoined world almost. Yeah. It's like, all right. Gotham, not, not really. I'm yeah. just like, ah. So it felt so close. 
Yeah, what else you got there in the news? Well, speaking of DC, uh, you know, of course, the, the DC Universe, of course, Friday, we're going to see the first kind of, well, I mean, Man of Steel was kind of first, but, you know. Well, you're going to see a Expanded definite... universe coming out, you know, type of thing. I, well, I would say this is the first movie of the new DCU. <laughs> so, uh, like, you know, there's going to be other characters that they're looking at. Yeah, they're going to throw everybody in this movie, probably. Right, I'm not saying this movie, but other movies that they're thinking of in the future. Okay, well, you know Flash, Aquaman, they're going to... But there's a name that maybe you didn't know was going to come out. Lobo. Uh, Let's wait on that one. I think the only reason why Lobo got the green light was because Deadpool worked so well. And that's the reason why. Oh! You you pulled the the magic... (laughs) That's so smart. <laughs> <laughs> so big. Because of the success of uh, Deadpool, that's why the reason why they yeah. inspired. And the the writer of Wonder Woman is actually just going to scream it. His name is Jason. <laughs> I, I'm just going to spell it. I'm not going to say it. F-U-C-H-S. Fuchsia? There's no A at the end. I was trying to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> He is going to actually think, and they said that the director of San Andreas, um, I had his name here for a second ago, uh, Brad Penton, was signed on to direct the uh, film because that was back in 2012. Right. But they don't know if he's still involved in the project or not because he's still going. He's doing a sequel for the San Andreas, the San Andreas yeah. sequel, and he's also going to work on the Rampage movie with uh, The Rock. Rock. I yeah. can't wait for that movie. <laughs> um, I, I kind of well at the time. Okay, first of all, I'm going to say this. I'm not going to say Wonder Woman's going to fail in the movie box office because everyone's looking forward to this yes. for when she does hit the big screen. But should you wait until that movie's in the can and getting positive reviews before you let the writer of that movie write another movie? I agree, and I actually see Warner Brothers and DC's point on this. Is the fact is is that no matter what, how bad Wonder Woman? I'm not saying bad Wonder Woman. Right, right, right. Bad, I'm just saying hypothetically, if if Wonder Woman flops, everybody's going to see it because it's like one it's of Wonder the, Woman. It's Wonder Woman. It's like the first right. one of the first female star she's, movies. She know. is an icon. She deserves it. Yeah, she's just you know. So with that alone, they're going to make enough money. They think, oh, this is a critical hit. We're you know we're going to greenlight you know so we're already going to greenlight Lobo and it's already going to be in the works by the time. Wonder Woman is finished and out in the theaters. We're going to have Lobo being worked on or almost finished. That it's going to be another success. The, oh, that, I be that's the businessman mentality. Well, like. that's that's Warner Brothers business mentality of, of like, hey, people like let's give them more. Right. And all of Hollywood's that way. But but DC's been doing things. Warner Brothers been doing things so ass backwards. And like, like, you know, like. They have to be somewhat worried about the success of Deadpool if a week later they went, oh, by the way, we have an R-rated version of Batman v Superman. It's going to be out on Blu-ray, even though our movie's not out yet. Right. And and even Zack Snyder was like, look, it's not a hard R. It's the only reason why it's for violence, and it's three hours. You know, I trimmed it down. I trimmed it a half hour to make it PG-13. And it's only just bigger fight scenes. It's like... All right, that made sense. Anybody who thought that the R-rated version of Batman v Superman was going to be any kind of, uh, oh, there's boobies in it or there's cursing in it. No, it's it's for the action and violence. Wow, yeah. you know, but to say it a week later after Deadpool comes out, oh, there's an R-rated version of that coming on Blu-ray, you know the people at Suicide Squad are going, shit, we should have made an R. You know, it would have worked. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we didn't have the balls to go for it, and now it's going to bite. It might bite us in the ass. 
but let's make another shiny ripoff of Guardians of the Galaxy kind of trailer. We get a nice song that everyone knows and loves and put some visuals behind it. And, oh, my God, that trailer was awesome. Yeah, it was called Guardians of the Galaxy's trailer. You know? <laughs> it's, it's like, all right, yeah, you saw that it worked. So copy, repeat, you know? <laughs> all right. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I would see a Lobo movie only if The Rock was playing Lobo. Okay. Well, you're like, okay, like... You don't I have mean, an opinion? I, no, I mean it's it to me. I'm I'm DC's got a, a hard road to to, to press me, you know, kind of thing. This movie's got to be phenomenal. I mean, I mean, like if there's any, like I, I don't care if Fat Affleck is the best Batman that ever was, and the rest of the movie shit. There you go. It's gonna be a shit movie, right? right? You know, I mean, I was like, yeah, Ben Affleck was great. You know, great for 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 Ben Affleck. I hope he does well in the other movies that he's going to direct and 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 star in, but. The rest of the movie was shit. Like, I still don't like Superman. I still don't like, <laughs> I definitely don't like Aquaman. Still. Yeah. You know, like, like, those those characters were in it, and I hated it. And the fact that they're going to have Doomsday in this, you know, they're going to try and jam pack every... Well, they're, they're... Like, Spider-Man 3 was so great. Let's do that. <laughs> you know? No. No, no, no. Hey, everyone loved Batman Forever and Batman <laughs> and Robin. Let's throw a lot of superstars in it. You know? Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I because supposedly you're supposed to. Apparently, have... they didn't look at the numbers. Well, also too, Deadpool, not Deadpool, Doomsday isn't the only bad guy in it either. I know that. So it's like, really, you are two and a half hours. In two and a half hours, you already have established Superman in the, from the first movie. You're kind of, kind of, sort of have to reestablish Batman for this world. Mm-hmm. You're going to introduce Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to introduce a Flash a little bit. You're supposed to introduce Aquaman. It, like little here and there kind of things, like maybe in the form of Easter eggs or maybe just a a final like. Hey, I'm gonna see you're gonna see Aquaman in a tank, like being <laughs> captured. Probably, and just, and like that was it. It's like and it's gonna be Batmobile flying by it or, or something like that. Or yeah. what are you gonna be like a monitor on a TV of oh here's video 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 yeah, footage of like, a blur like, and like it's a, gonna be like a red and yellow streak running by. Right. Yeah. Or or. or Superman punching Doomsday across the screen, and it's in a in a building, and there's the Aqua Tank, you know. Yeah. There's Aquaman. And there's Aquaman just kind of doing one of these, like <laughs> looking by, like oh. Aquaman, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you know. Uh, I, yeah, and then like I said, I'd like to see Superman stop, go. You still suck, and then fly. <laughs> fly you still talk to fish, bitch. <laughs> or just stop and go. Namer, and then just go going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, wrong movie. I'm sorry. You look so much like Namor from Marvel. They really tried to butch you up. Let's get a big muscular guy who who's known for ass kicking, and that's going to sell the whole I talk to fish aspect. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. He's also supposed to be really bulletproof because the density of the ocean floor is supposed to make you more. It's like you know, going from a. I know. I I I, yeah. I still don't buy it, but. I know. I I guarantee you, there's gonna be a. a he's gonna throw a, a great weight shark at somebody. <laughs> I guarantee it. I guarantee it. He's gonna sit there with his trident and go. Rah! And you're gonna see a giant shark just come up and eat like a bad guy. It's gonna be like an injustice. Yeah. That move where the shark comes in. Yeah. In, in the video game, that's what it's gonna. You know. Be you like. know what they really need to do for Aquaman is make him an asshole. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Make make no. him a, to make him a total dick. 
<clears throat> yeah, just okay. A, like a like a worse than Namor. Like he's got to be. Oh uh, yeah, he's got to be a real fucking douchebag. Douchebag. Like the only reason why he's here is because you're fucking up my ocean, and yeah. I want you fucking out. Yeah, That's it's it. going to have to be Aquaman versus everybody else. Yes, and make him the villain of the show, and then at the very end, he has a change of heart. Right. You know, like, oh, I see you guys are actually working. It's kind of like Batman v Superman, where you know the two of them are going to fight, and then at some point they're going to be like, why are we fighting? There's we're, like In the middle of the fight, there's going to be a big, giant explosion or something. They're going to be like, oh, well, now we never fought before side by side, but now we're going to know exactly how each other moves, and we're going to beat up the bigger bad guy who broke up our fight. Yes. Like, there's going to be a bigger threat. So at that point, like it's Aquaman. Like <laughs> he just comes in and goes, you guys been fucking up my ocean. Oh, and then at the very end, it's like Batman tea bag. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I just don't, I, or if anything play, um, if you're going to do, cause you're going to have to do the Aquaman fucking standalone film, which I, every, well, speaking even, of that, yeah. speaking of that, Amber Heard officially confirms that she's going to be in justice league and Aquaman. Playing the role of Mira, Mira the yeah. Queen of Atlantis. That's it's a fine choice. I mean, she's beautiful. Throw some red hair on her. She's great. But I kind of feel like if you're going to go with Aquaman, mm-hmm. I think you you either make him the asshole like you said, yeah. or go Shakespearean with it, like make it Macbeth in origin. Like look at Thor. I'd like to see a tragedy of Aquaman. That would be kind <laughs> of you know not like killing yeah. him, you know, but like make it a tragedy of of a of a story yeah. between que- queens and, and kings and yeah, because and the, it, uh... it's ripe for that because he's they're all based on mythological creatures. I yeah. mean, you know, mythological gods. So if he's supposed to be like kind of Poseidon ish, why not throw Mac- like a Macbeth in here? It's like he's a half breed. You know, Poseidon's now pissed off. I just got a message. Sorry, Poseidon. Please stop raining. Snowing. <laughs> Snowing. <laughs> I just think like like Thor worked real well because you had a Shakespearean director direct Thor. Kenneth yes. Branagh. He knew exactly how to play it because he saw it as a Shakespearean kind of family. Yeah. We and it worked. We need to go heavy hardcore drama with Aquaman with some fight scenes in it. Like go Hamlet. Like, you know, his the king is married to his mother. You know, like, like the real go heavy. Like, yeah. my stepfather murdered my actual father so he can marry my mother and their brothers. You make it really fucking drama esque, and it's at the very end, it's Aquaman versus his, you know, his natural brother in some sort of a bid for the throne, and you right. know, but go like pathos. Don't don't give him the old English though, because that'd be kind of look. Doth thou giveth thy sharketh away. Like, <laughs> you know, not like that, but, you know, just hit it hard with, like, a drama. Yeah. So people walk out and going, that was, like, no other superhero movie I've ever seen. You know, like, you saw that Deadpool worked as the comp, comedic, action, adventure superhero movie. Aquaman's got to go deep, drama, heavy, you know, like, you're walking out going, wow, that was way serious for yeah, because uh, then nobody will even care that it was Aquaman yeah it'll no just one be will a care. good dramatic movie they won't care that it was you'll, you'll forget that you were watching punk ass Aquaman the whole time right exactly and that's that's movie. the that's the whole point is it's like you, you have to forget what what he was in the past you go oh my god that was my fucking mind-blowing and it was fucking Aquaman like yeah I, I'm, I'm now blown away like the fact that now 
Aquaman might be my one of my favorite characters yeah. in the DC universe. If you make him like, and, and maybe that that heavy drama turns him into that asshole. Yeah, that makes him like the villain for the next like Justice League movie, where it it becomes like at the very end. He's like the human, the outer world, the upper the land dwellers have fucked up my ocean for the last fucking time. I've had it up to here, and I ain't taking anymore. Let's go attack, and then end of the movie, and then you're like. What? And then next thing you know, in like you know, Justice, Justice League, League Part One, one it's them stopping Aquaman from and then of course flooding the, the earth. And of course, Alien Force comes in. And once well, you get Dark Side. Yeah. yeah, you get Dark Side in because yeah. you have that poster with Batman, you know, with the Omega symbol in the, in the ground. Yeah. So it could work, but DC should really hire us because. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just gave a way better plot line than anything they're going to do with Aquaman. Yeah. Except get the big hunky guy from Game of Thrones and Conan the Barbarian to be Aquaman. Yeah. You know. Eh, right. He could have been in a Marvel movie. Could That's right. He could have been in a Marvel movie. Yep. All right, well, well, speaking of Marvel. Oh, is this segue for the last article? That's right. All right. Uh, you know, we've talked about, of course, the Netflix series for, for Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, Jessica Jones and so on. They actually cast somebody for Iron Fist. I saw that. Finn Jones is the actor's name from Game of Thrones. Yes, because when you want quality actors, you go British people who have been in Game of Thrones. Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't, Americans don't really make really, really good actors anymore. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. Um, will you go to England or Australia? <laughs> um, good. Good for them. I think he, he, he could fit the part as Danny Rand. I know some people are griping that they could have Marvel could have taken this opportunity to write an injustice that's been around for decades by making him Asian, you know, instead of white. Yeah, but that's the whole point. It's the fact exactly he's an the, outsider coming in and and learning these abilities <clears throat> and, and and martial arts right. and the magic. Like, yeah, and 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 you know, like that's the thing. The clan like didn't accept him at first, right? Like you miss by making him. Here's the thing is. When you have the white guy in that culture, you can accent the culture more. You can, because he's a guy in a strange land, strange world. You get used to, you get to show off the customs and the traditions, Mm -hmm. and he gets to admire that. And you also get the angst that he becomes the number one pupil. Right. So that the, the, the sensei's son has a natural resentment for, you know, Round Eye, who captured his father's love. You know, and then he goes back to America and he becomes a street, you know, a vigilante. And then the other guy comes and says, no, you belong to part of the hand, you know, and that you really belong with us. And you're either going to join us or like how they did with Ra's al Ghul and and, and Arrow. Yeah. You know, like you're going to join us or we're going to have to kill you. And then that's where he gets, you know, like that's if he if they make him an Asian, he with no not being insultingly. He becomes another face in a crowd in that environment. Right. He becomes just an. It's then, not a struggle. It's right. Just it's basically what right. it is. He, it could be a struggle, but it's not like, well, it's, he's he's a part of the culture. And it's know? the double edged sword where somebody can go, oh, so all Asian people know fucking kung fu. <laughs> like you can't win no. for losing in this. No. You cast a white guy and you get people going. Why didn't you cast an Asian? You cast an Asian. Someone goes, oh, so all Asian people know kung fu. Is that what you're saying? You couldn't have picked somebody else. You're like, you're like, so you know what? Only power, only the only Iron Fist that's been out there is been Danny Rand. Yeah. So 
give him give him give him his props. He deserves his he, that character deserves that moment. Right. You know exactly. I agree with you. So all right. Well, on that note, we'll call it a night. Yes, we will. <laughs> like waiting for the yes, uh, the agreement. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget you can listen to us every Sunday night live from 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. And while you're at it, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And if you ever want the Ed and I do breakdowns, breakdowns of all three parts of the show with intros and outros, kind of like bonus material for DVDs. You can get that podcast on either our website, wordswithgeeks.com, or iTunes. It's free. Don't cost nothing. Or you can just check the About section on our Facebook page. And in the meantime... Well, uh, was, oh, God. Sorry. So thanks, I, my lovely girlfriend, for being with us today. I do apologize, yes. <laughs> the show? You're welcome. It's always fun. Y'all are funny. And I just wanted to mention that any Google user can download any podcast app on their smartphone or device. And search for our Geeksters, and our show will be there for you. And that's right. And if you ever want to talk to Ed about anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to send teabag pictures <laughs> to Sean, you can contact him at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. You're going to get so many teabag pictures now. Yummy. <laughs> we'll see you next week, folks. Bye. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the program, all. Yep. So uh, there you have it, folks. I mean, there's... Three entertaining episodes of the show we call Geeksters here. <laughs> well, you're not going to add anything? Like, I, how can you? I mean, uh, you said it all. I mean, uh, you just summed it up beautifully. Yeah. It was almost like poetry. You can drop a beat to it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not that beat, but yeah. a beat. Okay. So, uh, I mean, yes, thanks for listening. Um, if you enjoyed what you heard, you can, or just for the hell of it, for the shits and giggles of it, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at, at Geeksters. And if you want to contact Ed. Well, uh, make sure you listen okay. on Sunday nights right. from 6 to 9.30 p.m. Sorry, Eastern Time on AquanetRadio.com. Tune in, iHeartRadio or iTunes Radio. I apologize. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those. <laughs> Apps. All right, to, now you can apologize. I'm trying to apologize and make up for it by actually saying, like, look, I'm sorry, Ed's right. If you want to hear listen to the show, you can live. You can on Sunday nights from 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, or iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio and those apps. There you go. There we go. Okay. <laughs> now I feel like I'm back in, the, I'm back in line. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to fall out of line again. I... Yeah, I know. Okay, Thank so. God this is the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the episode, you're like, the end of it. <laughs> Sometimes I want to stick, just poke him. So, yeah, so if you want to contact Ed on anything you may have seen or heard or any suggestions for news articles that you'd like to hear our opinion on, you can either send it to Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com or you can send it to me at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Well, you know, I was going to say, if you want to, you know what I mean, say, send dick pics, uh, you, know, you know, I've already done that. So why do it again? I just say, you know, if you want to share a laugh with Sean or just say hello or just, you know, want to say, great job, Sean. You're a funny man. Contact Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's right. You can't. We'll see you next week, folks.
wonderful. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible.